This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. No Emmys today on the Diamond, but maybe some potential Cy Young Award winners as we get into ace day in Major League Baseball. Let's start out west. Nats at the Angels. Angels minus 300. Nationals plus 240. Total set at eight and a half. Shohei Otani going up against Josiah Gray. Yesterday, we decided to stay away from fading Patrick Corbin. That was the right call to make. What are you doing here? This is a tough one to bet because, again, the Angels minus 300 on the money line. I think it's really tough to bet on the Angels when Otani is pitching because, number one, you're never getting value, and it's still a team that has some flaws, most notably with their bullpen. So Otani can have this great day, and they're a team that rarely gives him run support, and also the bullpen can come in and blow it. So uh, these are games that I normally stay away from. I'm trying to find the strikeout prop for Otani because maybe that's the way to go. Even though I'll say this, the Nationals, as bad as they are, are not a team that really strikes out a lot. They have one of the lower percentage uh, strikeout rates in all of baseball. Otani's strikeout rate or strikeout prop is set at seven and a half uh, for plus 105. I'm not somebody who's going to sit here and take the under, but still, uh, that's a tough one. Uh, How do you feel about Otani games? Are you somebody who's willing to bet them? Or do you just say to yourself, there's no value here. This is still not a trustworthy team. No, that's exactly the way I look at it. And and it's just... I think there's probably less value on Shohei Otani than any other player in baseball. It doesn't matter what his prop is. It doesn't matter what he's doing. You always pay a premium for Shohei. So if you're going to bet Shohei Otani, I certainly understand the appeal there. But you've got to find, and you're better at this than I am, you got to find very creative ways to bet Shohei because you're never going to get a good price. So what about a first five bet? Because he will probably be in the first five innings. But the problem is, like, we see this. What do they call it? It's like some kind of game where Tungsten Arm O'Neill or whatever that guy is. Like, Shohei yeah. Otani is the first pitcher since Tungsten Arm O'Neill uh, in <laughs> 1936 to record 12 strikeouts and not record a win. So it just has that feeling to it. So maybe the only logical play here is to take the the Angels in the first five on the run line because I think that's the only way you can get a, a bankable price. Because Josiah Gray is somebody who has allowed a lot of home runs last year, gave up the most home runs in all of baseball, but he is coming off a game where I think he pitched pretty well at Coors Field. So maybe he's found something. I don't know. I think this game is a complete stay away from me. Yeah, and the problem is, is that even on the first five run line, the normal run line for the first five is a half run. In this game, it's set at a run and a half. So if you want to play a half run for Shohei Otani in the first five, it's minus 175. Even then, it's just really difficult to get any sort of value whatsoever. Let's go to Cleveland, where the Yankees are in town, continuing their series with the Guardians. Yankees minus 160 on the money line. Guardians plus 135, total set at eight. Garrett Cole, another ace going up against Hunter Gaddis. What's your play here? 
Uh, this is a tough one because I think it's probably the Yankees, don't we say? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think yeah. this line has moved. I'm not sure if it's minus 160 anymore. I would imagine some money will come in on the Yankees because Garrett Cole has looked really good. And I am remembering that one start against Cleveland, I think it was in the postseason, where he gave up seven earned runs. Yeah, it was 2021. So maybe there's some demons there. But the last mm-hmm. two times he's faced the Guardians, he's been really good. Six and two-thirds, uh, no earned runs in one start, and six innings, only two earned runs and six punchies the last time he faced the Guardians. So I don't think this lineup over the course of his career has hit him very well, mm-hmm. but there is that one game where maybe he's thinking about that one, but that was the postseason. Uh, I think I would lean towards the Yankees here, but at that price, it's making it difficult. Hunter Gaddis is not something somebody I'm willing to trust, but this Yankees lineup seems a little feast or famine. If you look at some of these games, they've been really low scoring. Last night, the Yankees could only muster two runs, although that was against Shane Bieber, so Hunter Gaddis will be a nice reprieve. But mm-hmm. game before that, won 5-3, 4-1. So I don't know if we can trust the Yankees lineup here. What do you think? I think so. And what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to go Jacob. I said Jacob DeGrom. That's not correct. That's another ace that's pitching today. I'm going to go Garrett Cole. I'm going to go first five run line. Try to reduce the juice here at minus 120 because Garrett Cole. Now you got to have the Yankees on top by a half run. But Garrett Cole, when playing him at least on the first five money line since the beginning of last year, is 24, 8, and 6 overall. Now, again, this is the run line, not the money line, but this is a guy that pitches very well early, and Hunter Gaddis is still sort of figuring things out. He was exceptional last time out, but also he was exceptional against the A's, one of the worst hitting teams in all of baseball. By the way, in two starts against Cleveland last season, Garrett Cole was 2-0 with a 1.42 ERA in two starts, also in a couple games in the postseason. I'm going to go Yankees first five run line minus 120. I think I will play a version of that, but not exactly the same thing. You can get Garrett Cole to record a win at minus 105, which means the Yankees need to win the game. Uh, but And Garrett Cole needs to stay in for at least five innings, and he has to be uh, ahead. So I think that's why the juice is probably a little uh, less. It's only minus 105. So what do you think? Garrett Cole to record a win, or do you are you going to stick with the first five run line? I'm going to stick with the first five run line just because of, of Garrett Cole. What's that? The juice is minus 120, so it's not terrible. Okay. Uh, so it's just a little paying a little bit more juice uh, for him uh, for a win because I think you're tacking on a win. It's almost like a same-game parlay is what you're doing because mm-hmm. you need Garrett Cole to go at least five. You need the Yankees mm-hmm. to be ahead when he's in the game, and you also need yes. the Yankees to win the game because it looks very simple on paper. You say, Garrett Cole to mm-hmm. record a win. Oh, so easy. Uh, but that's why why it is minus 105. So maybe the first five run line is a touch safer. That is definitely going to be my play. In Tampa, the Rays trying to stay undefeated. Red Sox in town. Rays minus 190 in the money line. The Red Sox plus 155. Total set at seven. Shane McClanahan going up against Garrett Whitlock. Chelsea, what is the play? It's hard to fade the Rays right now, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Uh, But eventually they're going to lose a game. So that makes me a little nervous just because it's baseball. They're going to lose a game. But Shane McClanahan has been good against the Red Sox in his career. Three and one with an ERA of two, four, five uh, and 31 strikeouts. So he has punched a lot of tickets last time around against the Red Sox last season. Six and a thirds, only three hits. And one earned run with six strikeouts. So I think it's probably going to be another day where Shane McClanahan has a good one, and especially coming off a night where 
the Red Sox bats, bats couldn't get anything going, even against this race team that threw out an opener. Like they didn't even have a starter really yesterday with Jalen Beeks only going a couple of innings. So I think you play the Rays in some form or fashion in this one. Uh, it's just this number makes it tough. Do we go back to the re- the Rays on the run line here? It's a team that's covered in every single game of the season with the exception of one. I think I would look at the over. At some point, the Rays are going to fall. Maybe it's tonight. McClanahan's just too good, I think. But when I look at this matchup, I, I even though McClanahan could go deep into this game and maybe pitch a gem, I think the total is too low because the Red Sox are fourth in the league in runs scored. The Rays are number one in the league in runs scored. I know we saw a one nothing game yesterday, but if the Red Sox can just scratch a couple cross, I think we hit the over here. So I'm going to go over seven. Ugh, I can't play games where I lost them the night before because I played the over I last night. The Red Sox Rays. So I don't think yeah. I'm willing to emotionally put myself in that position because you know if I play another over and if it loses again for the second night in a row, it is going to be mind-numbingly maddening to see that final score so no thank you i hear you there let's go to toronto north of the border where the tigers are in town taking on the blue jays blue jays minus 275 tigers plus 220 total set at eight and a hook matt manning going for the tigers 1-0 with a 3.18 era this season facing alec manoa who is 1-0 with a 4.35 era chelsea make us some money on tigers blue jays I'm not sure if the Blue Jays are worth the price here because the Blue Jays bullpen has given it up. I watched that series uh, between the Blue Jays and the Angels. That was a scoring fest. So at minus 275, I don't think the Blue Jays are the play. Uh, Maybe, I don't know, I guess an under because the Tigers can't really score though. Uh, Matt Manning's been actually pretty good. Like he's not a strikeout pitcher, but he's been pretty solid. I think maybe you take a chance on the Tigers plus one and a half. I don't know. I think the Blue Jays are untouchable at that price. Yeah, I would play Toronto on the run line. I understand that their pitching is not good, but the Tigers are dead last in baseball and runs scored. They're batting 205 as a team. That's 28. Their slugging percentage is 30th in Major League Baseball. They've lost four straight, and their ERA is 6.89. I just don't see them hanging with the Blue Jays. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.